Break a rule. Be extraordinarily ordinary. The Pillsbury Doughboy is my Sufi master, the one who, with an iconic pop of a can, taught me an incredible lesson that chasing after the extraordinary only puts us at odds with life. Confession I'm in love with Pillsbury pop up biscuits. Country style, buttermilk, or home style, all a wonder. Tapping, okay, maybe whacking, the side of the can to release the magic pop of the biscuit dough, the reveal of eight perfectly formed two-inch flakes, the ease of literally popping the sweet little orbs into the oven for the magic 12 minutes to reveal layers of moist, buttery goodness. Amazing. Yeah, they are loaded with sugar, salt, and artificial whatnot, but with a drizzle of honey, their first taste transports you back to childhood when that first buttery bite of Pillsbury signaled all was right with the world. But this pleasure came with a price, the expectation that it was somehow cheating to serve those petite popping pillows at any formal affair. Something so easy and comforting could never be as good as homemade, right? And so I labored with my sticky dough fingers, billows of flour, and the never-the-right-dry-to-wet ratio to create guilt-free biscuits. Yet, no matter my martyrdom, the outcome never matched the flaky wonder of the simple Pillsbury puff. And at the end of it all, I was left with both an expectation and a kitchen to scrub. So thank you, little doughboy, for teaching me to release all expectations, to find the beauty and perfection in the ordinary to stop wanting something more special to happen, and to just enjoy the perfection that is. Just for today, do not wish the rain to stop so you can walk outside. Do not sigh at your struggling garden, wishing it were something more than a patch of pansies in a moss-covered pot. Do not judge your worthiness because we may serve biscuits from a can. In the end, it is all beautiful perfection, and wanting it to be anything else only diminishes the brilliance of the moment and the excellence of our every day. Biscuits, anyone? Break a rule. Don't clean your plate. One of my most vivid childhood memories was sitting at the kitchen table, long after everyone else had left, staring at a pile of peas, 24 to be exact now cold, wrinkled, and defiant sitting on my plate. I was not allowed to leave the table until those damn peas were consumed. In kid time, I sat there for months, staring, willing those peas to disappear or trying to muster the courage to eat them, like a dare on Survivor. I tried all manner of consumption, eating them one by one, speared on a fork, which only prolonged the agony mixing them with more palatable food, which only contaminated the entire fare. In the end, I wrapped the noxious peas into a lettuce leaf envelope, stuffed the bundle into my pocket, and made a beeline for the bathroom to dispose of the evidence. What a way to end a meal. That was the rule. Clean your plate. Under this doctrine, meals were always more than past the potatoes, it was, have a side order of guilt for the starving children in Asia, or eat it all up to reward Grandma for all her hard work in preparing your meal. Now that was tasty. Hmm, 
Any wonder where eating disorders originate? Today, I urge us all to break every rule related to eating. Our choice to eat or not to eat peas will never provide relief for famished orphans. But what it will allow us to do is to stop thinking and obsessing about food, categorizing every nutriment as either bad or good, and banking calories as if they were precious retirement dollars. Far, far better to enjoy the freedom to eat intuitively, to willingly step closer to or farther from a plate of food, and to honor a body far wiser, far gentler than any rule. A body who knows, even better than our own mothers ever did, how to truly care for the little person perched behind the half-eaten plate of food.